friends, welcome to World Build With Us, the podcast where we create fantastic worlds with help from you, our listeners. My name is Rob Hilferty, and we need to have a moment of silence for our first 26-episode bit, where I named Chris things alliteratively. On to the new bit. <laughs> My name is Rob Hilferty, and I'm here with Archon of Acting Tough and Getting Stuffed. Chris Prunty. Wait, what, what do you mean as by getting well, stuffed? <laughs> as well as our continued special guest, Daniel Quinn. Gentlemen, good to see you today. On today's episode, we do our first episode into a deep dive onto the races of the Land of a Thousand Gods. Today, we're doing our deep dive into the Ashenborn, where we discuss the Ashenborn as they are, their practices, variants, and important locations. The Ashenborn are my baby. They are the ones who I love oh so very much, and I'm very excited to get going on with this podcast. So for those of you who are just joining us, the Ashenborn are a a race of beings who are essentially bound to a particular plane of existence. Whereas normally when a person dies, their soul travels to the next plane of existence to live out their life in an infinite cycle of reincarnation... The Ashenborn have in some astral the Ashenborn in some astral calamity are have been their soul has essentially been damaged and they're now anchored to a specific plane of existence. So when they die, they no longer move to the next plane. They actually inhabit a new physical form. However, it's not a physical form that is born anew. It is essentially they inhabit a physical body uh, that is recently dead. So, for example, let's say that uh, you're, you're, you watch a criminal get hanged and then that body dies. And then all of a sudden a, a flame of some kind, an astral flame that is emitting, you know, ethereal, you know, starlight essentially inhabits the, the, just the tip of the crown of that person's head and reanimates. That is now an Ashenborn. And part of the fun of the reincarnation is that you, the, the Ashenborn does not necessarily remember very much, if anything, from the previous life that they had. So they could be living a series of lives over and over again and remembering snippets of their previous life or a life from 10 bodies ago and that allows for a lot of interesting hooks because you are suddenly implanted with knowledge or, or imagery that you strongly remember, but it's a matter of like, okay, well, well, what do I do? Do I want to, if I see myself murdering someone, do I want to, you know, try and atone for the sins against that person? Or do I lean into it? And I'm like, Oh, I am a bad person. Or, you know, you're, you're essentially approaching certain memories with no context so you murdering someone could have been in self-defense or it could have been entirely justified or it could have been for the greater good. But in your mind, maybe you're a grave sinner and your previous life was a horrible murderer or something like that. And with, with that in mind, that's the Ashenborn, right? Like you're, it's a, a race of people who inhabit the corpses, uh, the corporeal corpses of bodies because they're bound into a particular plane and with that, we're going to go ahead and into variants. Daniel, go right ahead. Now, the idea I had with the Ashenborn, I was interested in a variant of them. 
And what I really like about them is they're when it comes down to it, they're really like wraiths or spirits in a sense. They're not really physical beings that populate themselves like other species might. So I was thinking, well, okay, I imagine there's I, at first I started with this idea of like this this space that's governed by the god of dreams. And this god of dreams, whether it the space that this god exists in or its god heart is, is either like a monolith or a field or some kind of structure. And what this this god does is it's trying to attract um, wayward spirits and souls to it. And it has it has accumulated a bunch of worshippers who are kind of like either cultists or I picture them as like evil librarians. Um, and what they've done is um, they shave off a piece of the god heart and they can imprison spirits in the, 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 the piece of the god heart, the relic that's created thereby. And so the, the new variant of the Ashenborn are um, these cultists who have imprisoned an Ashenborn spirit in an object that the cultist has then bound its soul to. And so they're kind of, in, in a sense, enslaving the Ashenborn spirits themselves, which would be the inverse of what the Ashenborn typically does with a dead body. So it's a, well, in this case, it'd be a little bit more complex than that as well, because it's not just the physical body. Yeah. You're also the physical body and the soul yes. is, is essentially entrapping a soul. Yeah, right? exactly. And so the, these, cultists was i just gave them a working title of like the exalted they um get power from having an ashenborn like doubled with their own soul and but at the same time the ashenborn spirit um struggles for control over that body and it just slowly destroys them over time oh and much so like it kills the ashenborn their body actually does yeah <laughs> so it's basically like a power up that eats away at you it's yes kind of like on kind of like a symbiote from uh like the spider-man universe like yeah. the venom for example like eats away at you but you know yeah fights for control too and sure so these these cultists know over time or you now i call them cultists they could just be like a, a group of, of worshipers unto themselves like mm-hmm. they know they have a ticking clock um, but they're interested in gathering knowledge about the spirits they imprison and contributing it to the God of Dreams. Now, so they, they are cultists, but they're followers of the God of Dreams. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, all right. So w- what about these are Ashenborn? Because it sounds like with the with like the God of Dreams and everything, it's not necessarily an Ashenborn, but, or rather a variant of an Ashenborn, but just something that's happening to the Ashenborn. So what's different about them in this way? I think um, it would have to do something with the fact that while the God of Dream is, is trying to absorb these wayward spirits to like glean knowledge off of them, um, because the Ashenborn are like bound to this plane and constantly cycling through bodies, like the God of Dreams and his followers have adopted more than any other spirits that have passed through it, the Ashenborn's like collective experiences. So I would imagine the the people using these Ashenborn, even though they're trying to dominate them, like they are more Ashenborn than they are themselves now. Okay. And so they, these are the not... Chimera kind of thing going yeah. on? Yeah. What was that? Like a Chimera kind of thing going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a matter of an Astral Chimera type deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that also cool name for a monster. Like Astral Chimera. Yeah. Astral Chimera. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's open. Like I don't really, I don't, I didn't really think too much about what the effect would be, but we come up with that. Yeah. I, I also like the idea of it being the God of dreams, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I feel like their memories are like a fading dream. Yes. Like uh, what was real, what's fake. Like for an Ashenborn, that has to be a whole other mind fuck. Because... I mean, that maybe that's part of what the cult allows them to bargain is like, let's help you sort this out by yeah. 
joining with us. You know? Going into uh, the mindscape of, of memory and everything and uh, awakening those memories through dream. Because I'm not sure if anyone has ever had that problem of where you wake up and you're just like, wait, no, that didn't happen. That was a dream. For Ashenborn, that has to be extra bad because you're <laughs> yeah. just like, all right, did it happen? Or was it the past? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> or, all right, should I even act on this? Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's really yeah. fascinating. I was thinking like as well, it's like, is there a collective? Because maybe maybe when you're binding these Ashenborn, it's not just a matter of assimilation and you know, you're kind of using them and binding them, but you're also absorbing all of their thoughts and past lives into a collective. Yes. So it's like a giant pool of like of memories and dreams that you're drawing. Like from. I picture it as like a, almost like a library of these spirits and it's populated largely by Ashenborn. Yeah. The god of dreams is domain, you know. Uh, out of curiosity, when this uh, vessel is burnt up yeah. by the Ashenborn soul, what happens to the shard? Does Can it be reused into something? I don't know. My thought was that the shard is used to kind of like, as a, almost like an antenna, to bring the spirit into this individual. But then the spirit's in you now, and it eats away at you. Because in a way, I don't think some Ashenborn would be inherently opposed to being just like, all right... What if my previous vessel could write down all of its memories yes. <laughs> and the next person who gets me has more of a living document to work off of than just, yeah, I was hung. Uh, that's that's all I remember. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Don't. Grammatically, <laughs> that means that you just have a large penis. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you. Hanged is when you're hanged by a rope by your neck until you're dead. Just just so, you know, that we're out there. You know, it was both, and it was autoerotic. <laughs> With your own dick? Yes. And you're hanged by Affixiation, your own dick? you <laughs> son of a bitch. But to Chris's point here, that's <laughs> what I was thinking of. Like, how do we give the Ashen Board a kind of culture, right? If, they, if they're constantly disconnected with every death, this is a means for them to do it, but they're giving away a little bit of their autonomy mm. through the God of Dreams. Great that, point. Yeah. yeah. Chris, what was your variant on the Ashenborn? So my variant was going to do what Daniel likes to do and break rules a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and where I was wondering, what happens to the souls of the Ashenborn after uh, the cataclysm like the God Blob were to come through? They're mm -hmm. tortured for, I don't know, maybe a millennia. I don't know how long things are going back there. But I want to say that after a long amount of time, one of them might get spit into our world. And I want those to be like uh, what we spoke of way back, which were like the Harbingers or the... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So these are the... If there's a mine still there, they are the mad pro doom prophets. So these are... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because these are now... I've seen it. I've been ingested and I've been consumed by the apotheosis. Ashenborn don't have any memories. It's just like... All I have is a million years of torture. Oh. So, so in a lot of ways, they're like ellipse, you know, like just constantly racked with like mind bending torture. Yeah. Like and, agents of chaos. And I believe like some of them probably have no mind left, but the ones that are, have the will or the oh, strength yeah. to have, to have any of their sanity left are be it just like, we have to prepare this world because I'm not going back. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in a lot of ways they can see it as like a, a chance at freedom, like as as long as I'm conquering other worlds, I don't have to be, I don't have yeah. to go back to the apotheosis where my soul is burned for all eternity. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of like in a lot of ways, like it, it, the demon, right. Where it's like, Oh, if I can get out of this horrible place 
and I can inflict pain on others, it means I'm not having pain inflicted on me. And it's a justified demon in the sense too, right? So it's like demons of this world, but also that, like you're saying, they could be preparing what they, in their eyes, they're preparing this plane for an assault against this inevitable thing. Oh, and to butcher yet another word, uh, I believe that their cult or their, we seem to be focusing on cults, <laughs> uh, Amshan Rikyo. Yeah. Where it's just like, I'm killing you to push you further away from the coming horde of the god block. I'm stuffing cabbage into your open maw so you can enlighten yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The vessel must be hollow. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who actually know Am Shinrikyo will understand that reference. Everyone else is very confused about why I mentioned cabbage. Uh, All right. So what what else can we do about... So they're just essentially... The harbingers of doom, these ashen born. But some of them could also be just like, all right, I don't know how much time of freedom I have, but I'm going to fucking live. I oh, Like the hedonists. Bacchanalia. Yeah. yeah. Where they're just or like murder, death, everything. There, there could be some who are uh, like super nice and they're like, no, you must heed the coming thing that is happening to us and there's other ones that are just like man I, I don't know if I got 50 years or 5 minutes but I'm gonna fucking live it actually that is really horrifying when you think of like the good guy who is like has the burden of trying to warn people of the, acom- mm-hmm. the coming apotheosis and it's like the guilt that they feel because they're like I know I'm part of this I am so sorry like all of that coming to bear and also when you said like hey I'm gonna just live it up and Bacchanalian and do whatever I want I have to think of the Joker yeah. uh, because the Joker as an agent of chaos and as an agent of like doing whatever the fuck he wants. Of course, you know, you got to think. Of I don't like care that. if I live or die. I'm just going to come back. And you know what? It won't be the death that I'm used to. Yeah. I mean, you could easily have a Joker style Ashton Bourne. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it now. Yep. I'm picturing the fire force Joker. Oh, that's way better. Yeah. Yeah. I'd much rather that Joker than, <laughs> Than Batman's Joker, but yeah, that's that's not a bad deal. Joker, Joker, this guy. <laughs> yes, Daniel looks very confused. <laughs> <laughs> know very little about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luckily for you, that had nothing to do with Batman. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, okay. So for my variant, uh, I actually looked back to the Frozen North. And I was thinking about the, uh, again, cults, where it's just all cults All today. cults. Synchronicity. Yeah. No, but what I was thinking of with the frozen north is like, okay, a, an Ashenborn is stuck, right? It is anchored into a physical place, right? Its soul is not allowed to move on. And so, of course, I thought to the portal of the north where you have a chance to move on to another plane of existence, right? So why wouldn't there be this group of Ashenborn, the pilgrims, essentially, who are heading north to try and be like, okay, this is my way out. And then I was thinking about even more. And why wouldn't all of the people in the cult be Ashenborn to start and then come out as, you know, like fixed or finger quotes, regular again? You know, it's like in a lot of ways, if you sell it to the Ashenborn as this is your way out. This is your way to be whole again. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, I mean, realistically, right? Think about it from their perspective. Even if they don't get to soothe the burns and everything like that they're used to, then at least they get to move to a different plane of existence, which is different for a lot of them. And that's kind of the idea that I had for the variant where it's not, it's the Ashenborn that come back 
from that portal where there is something even even a little bit more off than normal. It's like this this group that is has turned fervent and even more zealous than before. Are they are these cult like this particular group of pilgrims like do they also exist in other pockets of the world all trying to reach the north? You mean in different planes of existence? Or? Oh no, like on the same the same plane. So like everyone's heading towards this particular I was place. Th- yeah, what I was thinking is that we would change the Ashenborn to be mostly of the cult oh, of I the see. portal. Yeah. So the standard Ashenborn really are like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my thing. They're seeking yes. the portal. Well, well, not the standard, but I'd say yeah. a portion of them, like the right. you know those who you know, because I imagine that the the Ashenborn for the most part are kind of lonely, right. and kind of lost, and so of course you have a group that is trying to take advantage, and so they're the ones who are trying to be like, hey. Come to the portal, you know, come to the God beyond the portal. That way you can be whole again. And then, (laughs) right. And, and so it's like, Hey, we see you, you know, like they, they Mm. approach Ashenborn and they'd be like, we can fix you, like come with us. And then of course, there's also the good guy version of that who have no agenda. They're just like, look, shit sucks out there for the Ashenborn. All right. Like we're here. We're going to try and make this as good of a community as possible. And that's the other thing that I was thinking of as, you know, like what, what else can we do in terms of groups of them is to go around and essentially create redeemers. Those who are trying to be like, okay, I am a redeemer. I'm trying to make up for the sins of my previous lives. And you can do that on a spiritual, on a physical, like if you remember that you had a bad memory and you're trying to make it better. There's a lot to it there. I mean, like that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. I love how there's these are it comes out. It comes down to three different like variations of how to achieve redemption. So like one is through transformation, potentially through the portal, right? Yes. One is through fire and chaos, and then one is potentially through knowledge. You know, and and <laughs> and, and genuinely helping people, right? And other Ashenborn, yeah. I'm picturing one Ashenborn that is like a Mister Rictus. I don't know who that is. Who's Mr. Uh, it's from <sighs> Wanted. Which yeah. one is that? Is that the, the Bendy Bullets? Guy? No, I know. I know yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He but... was the preacher. He let, lived a good life and, and saw nothing after death. I mean, imagine someone who's just like, I lived right. a good life. I'm going to move on. And then you're like, oh, there's no reward. I'm trapped here. Wait a minute. You just gave me a horrifying reality that there are almost certainly some Ashenborn that they have a blank slate. They remember nothing oh. or even worse. All they remember is like fire and chaos constantly. And that is like, Oh man, there's so much horrifying. I mean, your harbinger you ones to come in like that. Oftentimes maybe they're either blank slate or their minds are full of chaos. Yeah. Because I feel like the memories that you have mm-hmm. are either going to be like PTSD trauma right. or like snippets of your life that you can you never have, get back. Yeah. Yeah. So, like the Ashenborn for me are incredibly sad, and I'm just picturing like the one really good guy is just like, oh, none of this matters, none of this. I'm nihilism now. Yeah, the worst nihilism. I, I do want to. I do want to push back on that a little bit because I think nihilism is so easily easily fallen into. Right? Why not just have like a guy who remembers his kids constantly? You know, or like a guy who remembers kids are dead. <laughs> right? But it's also a matter of like. Hey, this is the time that I helped people. This is the t- like imagine that you're Spider-Man and all like all your memories as an Ashenborn are you fighting crime uh-huh. and helping people and receiving like accolades and, and stuff Uncle like that. And Uncle Ben dying. Yeah. Well, no, you might not even remember that, but also like 
how does that weigh on your soul and your mind? And I mean, they're psyche? all melancholy. So even even for example, if they're good memories, there's always a sense of melancholy. Right. I think, it, with the will I ever board. will mm-hmm. I ever measure up to those memories? Exactly. Again? Yeah. That's that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from like this the the goth like phase. They're a weary. They're yeah. They're kind of edge lordy. <laughs> hair just covering one eye. <laughs> yeah, they're slightly edgy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That see that's but that's what I like about the Ashenborn is yeah. because like yes they're slightly edgy but mm-hmm. it allows for character development. You can choose how they're edgy. Beca- mm-hmm. Well, no, you can actually choose to not be edgy oh. anymore because you're like you you like maybe one goes to you know Shaolin and comes <laughs> back and it's like that's who I was, uh-huh. not who I am. What matters most is mm-hmm. what I do in this body and in this life. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of their story arc yeah. would be finding themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can have like a Jedi story arc easily with that, right? You know, Discovery. I thought you hated Star Wars. Oh, I do, but I mean, it, it, it lines but Clone up. Clone Wars yeah. is great. Clone Wars is great comparison. Oh, I didn't oh, wait no. the the Gendy Tartakovsky version, right? That's what we're talking Eve. about. Okay, good. I like him. The animated, no. the animated oh, one. Oh, yeah, the guy who did Samurai Jack. Oh yeah, he's cool. Huh? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, yes, thank cool you. Guy, thank yeah. you. Yes. Okay. So I guess that kind of I without meaning to that kind of is like part of the practice of the Ashenborn. Like there is a big theme of, you know, like kind of finding yourself. And I imagine that that bleeds into what you guys have for practices as well. What do you think? Yeah. I was thinking with, um, in terms of practice, again, I was coming back to the variant that I was working with. Um, and for me, it's a question of the, the worshipers of this particular God of dreams, shaving off the, the piece of the God heart so that they could um, like attune it for communion with the spirit that's coming. So maybe their their particular practice is centered on um, uh, kind of figuring. Daniel, hold on. Yeah. I I have I I'm sorry. This is gonna sound really dumb. Yeah. But most of my ideas start off this way. Okay. So can we have your variant be a variant that are not like naturally coming to this, but they are yeah. caught in a literal dream catcher? Yeah, so I like, like the that's cool. So like, physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it sounds dumb. No, I, I actually was thinking about yeah. a net originally. Yeah, yes. it's it's not like a net, but it's right. like okay, these ashenborn that you're talking about yeah. from the god of dreams aren't like naturally, you know, ashenborn, or, uh-huh. or they are naturally ashenborn, yeah. but it's a matter of these are ones that are like the, the god of oh. dreams is reaching up into the astral plane and, and plucking them, them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and so mm-hmm. like, and then just immediately drags them into this realm. Right. Whereas the other ones like. You can find it in a body, and then that's uh-huh. where the ashes. So there, it's more from. of a collective. This this God heart, it's like collecting them from the astral plane, exactly. Right? And so I see the person going to this this tree or whatever it is, and shaving off a piece, so then they can join with it, essentially. Yeah. Oh, that's you know? okay. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, like yeah. the the practice of shaving that piece off, joining with it, and then whatever rituals involved in understanding the knowledge of that particular you know, uh, Ashenborn is their practice. Like it's, a, it's, it's, I, I see it as like a study almost for them. That takes a long time. Yeah. And I can mm-hmm. see it as a matter of like these astral Ashenborn, like th- it's not a matter of, you know, it, it's not like every, me- every memory that they have from this particular yeah. plane, but every memory that they've had from All, every other every previous iteration. life that right. they've had. Yeah. It's oh, a reconciliation. Man. I imagine it like the ritual of his ritual of reconciliation almost. In yeah. order to join the souls into one body. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I had that. I, I had like to get that. that out. Yeah. I couldn't. I, had to get it out. I needed a way to like. I couldn't figure out like what the structure was. But that's what I like. That idea that it's like a it's like a tree or a net absorbing these things. Wait. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Now. Now we've got to go with this. <laughs> uh, why not have the god of dreams just be a giant spider? 
and it's a spider web that's, that's essentially cool. you're catching souls. It's a spider web across, across the whole landscape. Yes, a living spider. Like the tendrils are living and ethereal. They're ethereal spider webs yes. reaching into different planes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. So you just see like this canopy, and it's mm-hmm. like in the stretch- sky. Yeah. Yes. Like stretched with spider webs. Yep. And, and so, oh, and then the, the object is they take a spindle of it, the thread, a spindle of the, yeah. the spider's thread. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, not only that, but obviously thread is a binding, you yep. know, like, why not? Like, it all it's makes bind sense. themselves, yeah. yeah. Like that. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, let's go, baby. That's good. All right, all right. Uh, Chris, what was your practice? I hate spiders. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oddly enough, with my practice, it was touching a little bit on uh, what you, I believe, called redeemers. Mm-hmm. It was the practice of uh, kind of finding out why their body was chosen finding out like there is question no there is the underlining belief that it's something like unfinished business of ghosts that kind of thing uh possibly redeeming what they did or undoing something that they had and all of it was based on the fact that i had recently watched quantum leap oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay so i wanted them to uh get in tune with their soul, their body and everything. And I was picturing some sort of uh, like psychedelic drug trip that some of them do in order to find out more about themselves hmm. and communing with uh, their body. Cause their body is the only thing that's remaining. Cause the soul is different and kind of going through that to find out what they need to do. Because uh, there is the underlining belief that, part of the reason they are trapped here is because they have unfinished business. And and, and obviously that's not necessarily a true yeah, belief, yeah. but I, I like the idea. But it's what it's they a w- mystery. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's really dope. That actually kind of reminds me, like, I remember we had this idea of like the bodies and like how the, the natural reaction to the Ashenborn being like, yeah. Oh, w- stop desecrating our dead, you know, that kind of thing. And so I know that there are certain cultures that are, you know, like very anti-Ashenborn and have anti-Ashenborn, you know, um, rituals, essentially. And now for part of what I have as a group is uh, essentially uh, coffin smashers, where they go around and they make sure that there are no Ashenborn who are slowly suffering or stuck in a body that can't escape in a lot of ways, something like that. Um, that, that's the other kind of idea that I had that there's this rebellious, like, Hey man, fuck you. Like, like we deserve to, kind yeah, of, yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Oh, Cause in those cultures, yeah, they could try and prepare their dead in such a way or anytime that someone's, uh, dying, that the preparation of the body is, uh, preventing Ashenborn, but you can't prevent like accidental deaths and everything. All right. So Daniel, besides, I feel like. Your your big spider web area, yes. notwithstanding, what are some important locations for the Ashenborn? So I thought maybe um, a repository of knowledge that exists between, you know, inhabitants. Damn of them. you. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Although, like, I was thinking of it specifically in conjunction with this God of Dreams, right? I was thinking of it in terms of the people who do this joining with the Ashenborn um, are trying to reconcile the past for their sake and also to get whatever power they get out of being bound with them. So whatever libraries they may have are probably restricted to um, knowledge being contributed back to the God of Dreams as okay. opposed to as opposed to the Ashenborn at large. Yeah, my idea was kind of similar. 
I actually had this idea that there is a, essentially a giant academy yeah. or essentially a giant library, but it wasn't just about books and everything. A lot of it has to do with like mirrored surfaces and mirrors in general, Ooh. because I think a lot of it, when it comes down to uh, Ashenborn is like a literal confrontation of the self mm-hmm. and a literal confrontation with the past. And thus like a library with mirrors and mirrored surfaces makes a lot of sense because you're doing both. You're confronting the past and also you're confronting yourself. The other thing that I wanted to kind of talk about, similar to what you said, is, yeah, the Ashenborn come to this and they're like, this is all I remember. Mm -hmm. This is all I remember of my previous lives. This is all that I ever remember. And it's like a dream journal type thing. But it's also like, you, you know, your iterative self can come back and like, hey, did anyone ever know about this? Is there any kind of like depository of this knowledge maybe it's, it's like deep underneath this womb of webs there's a structure i was having know, this in be it separate somewhere oh, because okay. the god of dreams is like vaguely evil yeah he's kind of vaguely yeah evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah i was i was kind of going with something along the lines of this is a the library that all ashenborn can go to to yeah. try and figure out more about their past selves okay. it's essentially like cross-referencing uh, dreams and symbols mm. and possible snippets of life yeah. back in the day. The you know. ethereal Alexandria. Yeah, that's actually kind of a cool name. Um, good job. Yay. Yeah, but yeah, the, it's it's essentially a library of Alexandria. It would be neat if it's difficult to get to this library. Like, because we wouldn't want the Ashenborn to have a way of truly mapping out their past from a story perspective. Easily. So mm. maybe there's some problem some dif- some strange difficulty in having to access. Well, why they build it there then? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> need a reason for that. Yeah, I'm with you yeah. on that one. Chris. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the reason would be, but I just think from a the point of the Ashenborn, right, is that they have fragmented history. So, like, if we have the library, right, which I love, there must be maybe a, a danger either in accessing it when you find it. Maybe it's easy to get to, but there's a danger once you use it, or it's difficult to get to. Maybe it's just not as well known as they would like it to be because. Uh, going back to the people who are like you're desecrating our dead uh-huh. they would burn it oh, they would destroy okay. it oh that's a yeah, good like point that. and so it's just yeah. like this can only go Keep within ashenborn uh, yeah. circles this has I like that. Yeah. or it's or in a lot of ways maybe it might be apocryphal history yeah maybe they you don't know, know if it exists yeah. this is the true history through witnesses mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. that's real that's a good that, and idea. some people don't want that history yeah now. that's great yeah. okay yeah. i'm yeah i'm fucking down with that that's cool chris what was your important location so my location no um it is also a library, library. <laughs> no 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 uh my location is multiple locations uh located in many places and it's their graveyards I yeah. yeah I feel like they take a special role when one of them dies and eventually burns out and I was picturing this kind of uh large structure that is almost built out of the ashenborn because I feel like they would literally become ash mm-hmm. and then I thought of ash concrete and like roman concrete of being yeah. incredibly strong and them just building this kind of large structure. I, I I was even thinking when you were saying that of the structure could be made out of Ashenborn, but then I was just like, eh, it's a little bit grim, but also at the same time, like I I picture this weird ethereal like substance from it where it's just like this is our dead, this is our history. Yeah, why not? Like yeah. that's I, I honestly it's it's a matter of respecting the dead more than anything else. And to build upon uh the library uh, the ethereal library uh, I could picture these small grave sites also being where Ashenborn will 
put their memoirs as it were to be like here's everything i remember this was my name this is who i was if i die maybe i'll be buried here like if they live locally they might also be traveling and they're just like i want to make sure that this is known and then the the record keeper or the person who uh manages that site could be ashenborn could be human could just be a series of people he tries to get that kind of stuff to the ethereal library oh okay not only that with the ashenborn in particular i always imagined that more than the other races they really know when their lives are going to end because you can see it physically mm-hmm. as the their physical body burns more with ethereal flame and whatnot. So, of course, once you get down to like the tips of your, your extremities, like, yeah, no, you can kind of start to plan for the end, essentially. And you watch as that spirit literally turns to dust. But no, I, I think for some like you, you're you're suggesting that it's a matter of like, fran- you know, like frantic. You know, like, oh, God, I'm going to die. Let's get it all out. But they see it coming. No, but that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I think for the Ashenborn, when they die, it's a lot more peaceful. It's a lot because they know it's one. They know that it's not the end. Right. Because they've lived so many lives previously. And two, they're kind of like, I can see it coming. It's I, I you know, like there's there's the 10 stages of death. And if eventually when you get down to your last big toe, it's acceptance. You've understood that like, Hey, this is how I'm going to go out, you know? And that's fine. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah. That's well, <laughs> you grew up Catholic. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea too of graveyard as legacy, you know? Yeah. As a means uh, yeah I, th- I think that's really cool as well. Yeah. I think that graveyards as a, as a site is very right. important. That's a very good. Point. I, I also feel like they don't want their dead next to other people's dead for just the way that some, uh, People may view that. It's just like one of them rises up and it was just like, eh. just like, hey, let's fuck them up over there. <laughs> Wait, there's no physical body that the Ashenborn have after they die. They just inhabit a new one. Yeah, but people who are racist, you think that they wouldn't just beat up someone who looks similar to them? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> You're not the one who did it, but fuck you. <laughs> That Otherwise known as the police. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, let it be known oh. that we're friends with the police over here. However, we also understand that the police as an institution is not necessarily. Yeah, my dad's yeah. a cop and he never beat me. Wait, that's not a cop. <laughs> he was a cop. He was a cop too. <laughs> yeah, he almost did the trifecta. He was an altar boy. He was a firefighter and he was a cop. Oh, I man. didn't know that. I, know. I also didn't know that was a trifecta. <laughs> uh, the Irish trifecta. Of, oh, Irish uh, trifecta. Yeah. Uh, oh. Priest, cop, firefighter. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, altar boy is not nearly the same thing as priest. I, that's what I was saying. Like he could have gone the distance. Oh, it's but right. I don't think there's anything like a firefighter, uh, cop, chaplain. <laughs> Uh, could be they need it honestly. and also he's far too lazy to be a priest Re- uh, hedonistic oh, oh okay i was gonna say i'm like lazy oh wait no irish I, I i've watched some shows about irish priest uh what like the vicar of dibley yeah yeah okay oh no were you thinking about father john from the bbc that's good both yeah okay yeah all right um with that with, uh with that in mind i think that is is that about it for the ashenborn do we have any other looming questions about the ashenborn that we can maybe discuss or i mean they seem like really flexible from the perspective of that they're not like one culture or one physical manifestation yeah i think this is going to be one of the more difficult deep dives into Mm -hmm. the races 
because they are such a disparate culture overall that yeah. they really assimilate well into other cultures. So yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I have a question. Uh, their flames or their uh, ethereal starlight. Is there a common color to it all? No, I, I think that it's entirely up to like I met when I when I think of it, like I think that's part of what makes the Ashenborn so unique is what does your what does your starlight look like? What does your ethereal flame look like? It allows for customization for personalization. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like everyone burns the same color. It's a matter of what is your how does your soul burn? I could see um, I, I, if I'm thinking along the same lines that you're thinking, like of the three groups we created, is there a distinctiveness, not necessarily color to the way they burn? Like, or, for example, or is yours. there a superstition that uh, yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, the ones that burn red really have temper right. like that yeah. kind of thing. I imagine yeah. that that's a cultural yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it doesn't have to be true at all. But I, I do believe that uh, some people would. Oh yeah, Draw they would prescri- they yeah, would yeah. prescribe whatever kind of having seen so many harbingers who are like constantly burning tremendously. They think okay, maybe that's what the harbingers yeah. generally are, you yeah. know. And that's the other thing. Like when when I say burning, I mean like mm-hmm. it could come off as like a ghostly flame, yeah. But it could also just as easily like if you know uh, the Nyxborn from Theros, they're they're um, it, it like when when you see like their physical bodies it's it's like a star field Mm -hmm. so it's a matter of oh look it's the it's the milky way galaxy or it's like the horsehead galaxy just like essentially shimmering off of them oh that's cool yeah Yeah, so i have that in mind as well where it's not always a smoke or or a flame but i mean i can picture the my evil librarian ashenborn having like a glowing webbing that is their burning you know absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah something something along those spidering yeah do ashenborn vape they vape themselves. I, I mean, well, that's the other thing. Physiologically, they're identical to the body that they have. So it's like, except for their lifespan, it's a matter of they can still get drunk. They can still have drugs. They can do all the fun things that mortals do. What happens when the fire reaches past like their esophagus and other things that are important to it? It's, it's spectral, right? Magic it's spectral. It. Okay. It's spectral. Yeah, exactly. They can still drink and eat and consume and they still need to do those things. I'm sorry. What was that? You didn't actually say anything in the microphone, Christopher. Go ahead. I, I didn't feel like it was worth noting, but I was curious about defecation. Oh, of course. <laughs> Is it ethereal? <laughs> I mean, it's part it's of smoking. you. I mean, eventually, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've all taken steaming shits before. God. So. Oh, God. Yeah. This is what you do. This is your fault. <laughs> you asked I know. I know. No, that's why I didn't say it into the mic. Yeah. And this is why. That was on purpose that time. Like, and this is why we have to get into the nitty gritty and show oh. like fatal oh, levels oh. Of, of dilation. Ashenborn sex on. though. It's the same, right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Although, of course, there will be some people who, you know, paint it in an exotic light. Like, oh, you've never had an Ashenborn? That kind of thing. So that means there's like spectral genitals is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and just, guess being, what? just making clear, clear. They're the exact same <laughs> in terms of feel. Chris's face is amazing. Yeah. Although maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe there is like something to the idea that once you reach a spectral level, it's like you kind of stop needing the physical world. Or so say much. like once you're fucked by starlight, it's I, just. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> once you're fucked by starlight, ain't nothing going to be right. Like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm just picturing, uh, have you ever played Divinity Original Sin? Oh, I, I played at the very beginning of the second one. Yes. Did you ever play as the undead? The, the skull guy? Yeah. No, I didn't get to play oh. as him. 
by the way, later on in the game, uh-huh. there is someone who's really into skeleton people. Oh, wow. So, like, necrophilic like people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No? They're animated. <laughs> I'm he's, not really sure where it counts. basically a skeleton corpse. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This episode's officially gone off the rails. <laughs> um, Bone daddy. <laughs> so, when, when obviously we go off the rails, that means that we have to end the episode before we get in trouble. And sued. It, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, sued? On Twitter. What? <laughs> So this will wrap it up for this episode of World Build With Us. Uh, just a quick reminder, we are going to be at PAX East uh, this upcoming week. Uh, so if you want to come out and join us and say hi, that'd be pretty cool. So just, yeah, I mean, just j- just know us by our voices, not our faces or anything like that. No. Uh, but yeah, no, if, if you do want to meet, a, if you're planning on going to PAX East and you want to meet up for any reason, go ahead and shoot us an email at worldbuildwithus at gmail.com or you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter or shoot us a DM on Twitter at Let's World Build and we will see you next time and obviously uh, until then, we love you very much be safe out there good night and good luck you're never going to be that classy Chris. yes I am No. 